We ain't got a right to tell us how to worship So let's tell the government to get up out of churches We ain't choking no more Telling my hopes in the Lord The time for speaking is past It's time to open the doors And you ain't got no right to tell us how to worship So let's tell the government to get up out of service We ain't choking no more Telling my hopes in the Lord The time for speaking is past So let's reopen the doors That is right, I have a new intro video, a real one, with my own music. And by my own music, I mean Open the Doors by Josh Kreese, who gave me permission to use it. But I didn't actually ask Wrath and Grace, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be fine. I'm pretty sure. I should have double-checked, but it's too late now. So that's the intro music. I'm sure that if you don't see it again, it's because they didn't want me to use it because there's something wrong with me. So... It could be that. So, as you've seen in the news, there are more arrested pastors. Hey, before I get to that, uh, my streaming service just added Twitter to my destination list. So, I'm live on Twitter, apparently. Go follow me on Twitter. It's at the bottom here. Follow me on Twitter at Devastator48. <clears throat> allegedly I'm live. I'm sure I could be getting some serious hatred from that avenue, or I'll be blocked from it subsequently in the, you know, in the near future. So guys, you have seen that there have been two pastors arrested in the last couple weeks. Philip Hutchins from New Brunswick, who I do not know very much about still, and I haven't really researched him. So, there's that. But, you saw in Steinbeck, Manitoba, Tobias Tissen, from the Church of God, and I would say they are the Church of God Restoration. <clears throat> the Church of God Restoration is not a Christian group, even though they use Christian terminology. And the reason I feel I need to address this again, because if you go through my old videos, you will see that I have addressed the Church of God in the past. But it's important to bring it up again. Why? Because I keep seeing these discussions online where I will see a person come out and defend this group emphatically recklessly and with no concern no concern for the fact that they are not a bible believing group they do not believe the same things as christianity and even i saw as far someone warning about it and them being told they are you know following after the Roman Catholic cult or something. I don't, I can't exactly remember, but this group is, has their leader has far more power or control over their people than the Pope does, especially the current Pope over the current Roman Catholic, like, or sorry, over, over, over their members like the roman catholic church the the current pope is not nearly as powerful over his own people as 
the leader of the church of God is over their people. And you probably don't know who the leader is. The leader's name is D. Ray Tinsman. And uh, it's not Henry Hildebrandt, if you think that. He is the Canadian apostle. And that's right, I said apostle. And this series could be going on for a while. So also guys, if you are in the if you are in the the video watching this, please please send a chat. Um please send a text and say hello. Um I somewhat rely on interacting with your texts, but probably not as much today. But still, say hi, comment, share, all those things. Um, and if you are commenting and you can't see it and it's not coming up and you have, Hey, hey there you go. Thank you. Um, sometimes I like to just see if the text is the text chat is working. So guys, these kinds of videos always bring a lot of anger and, uh, that is understandable. Why? Because. You are challenging someone who has been standing up uh, in the freedom movement as a freedom fighter, right? So, oh, look at all these new, I got some new layouts. They messed with my stuff. So we're messing with the layouts. So Dan D says, I'm the best. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. So. I am not attacking these people, but this group relies on grafting onto Christian terminology and Christian thinking and then uh, recruiting people from other churches. And they openly talk about that. And this, this could be an ongoing, this could be an ongoing series I do. I might do bonus episodes to get through it faster so I can get back to doing what I normally do, which is addressing political current events from a biblical perspective, or at least attempting to. And I guess I might as well stop for a second and add that, uh, yes, my company, whom I will still not name publicly yet, has um, has has brought in a, a vaccine mandate. And so I am now looking at potentially the chopping block for that. Uh, and I don't have any um, I don't have any work on the horizon, but uh, I just have to rely that rely on the fact that God will provide for me and my family. And I am going to be praying for these other employees who want to stand for truth. Um, and we are not going to just lay down and roll over. There are a lot of us. There are a lot of um, like-minded people. And, um, and uh, the fight isn't over, guys. Now, the fight isn't over. So... Keep that in mind. So, what I want to tell you guys about this group, and so, one thing I'll say right now is, I know I get a lot of non-Christians um, 
watching as well because I do do current event political updates. I get that. And then I usually finish by trying maybe to apply something to the Bible or I go over something I've learned. I get that. But this is important because this is important because these people, this group, this church of God, which by the way, they call themselves church of God, but they're actually the church of God restoration. And I would say that any group that has the word restoration in the title of their church, you should already be looking at, um, with some credit, like with some uh, discernment because they are talking about restoring something that has been lost and, They believe that something has been lost from the Christian faith. And so the video we're going to be watching has been made by another source who is already trying to expose this stuff. But so we have to be aware of editing, cutting and pasting things um, and trying to make it look bad or make it look worse than it is. So keep that in mind. I think they've done a good job of not doing that. You're going to see preachers from this church saying that um they are like john the baptist or are a john the baptist or they are um the perfect man the the only person almost as perfect as jesus things like that so this group i'll put it this way I think after the end of this series, you're going to understand that this group has more control. This group has control over its congregants. The, like the government of Alberta, the government of Canada only wishes it could control people more or as much as, um, yeah as much as, uh, as the, as, as these people do, these people have more control over their people than the government almost ever could. Um, they don't even get to pick the color of the vehicles. They can only, you'll notice they wear black grays, whites. Their vehicles are all black, gray, and white. Um, just things like that. And, and this video is going to go over it, but the controlling aspect of it, the legalism of it is not the main issue. It's the theology behind it. And the theology behind it is absolute dedication to one man who is not God and who does not rightly handle the Bible. And that's what you're going to see here. So we're going to, we're just going to start going. I am, by God's grace, a John the Baptist. Because if I was as mean as a snake, you'd still have to follow me to go to heaven. So already... That is Ray Tinsman. You have to follow him to go to heaven. And we're going to see that with a little more context later. Not long from now, everyone will know the apostles of the church of God. He's smarter than you are. So that man was talking about the 12 apostles of this church, not the 12 apostles of the Bible. Um, Addison Everett is talking about Ray Tinsman. If he don't say it, we don't believe it. Because leaving the church of God is being prostituted. This. Keep in mind, they're not talking about leaving God's church. They're talking about leaving their specific church. 
is the salvation message. If you want to be saved, all you got to do is agree with us. Follow them and do not disagree with them and you will be saved. Uh, so let's see here. Oh. That text going across it is nauseating. Um, the following presentation reveals some of the practices that the Church of God Restoration hides from the general public. But a lot of this is just on YouTube, by the way. But, you know, it only has a couple hundred or a couple thousand views, stuff like that. Are Henry Hildebrandt's, Ray Tinsman, Stephen Hargrave, and other Church of God Restoration leaders false apostles? Is the Church of God Restoration a cult? The leaders of this church appoint themselves as 12 apostles and believe that they are greater than the original 12 apostles of Jesus. Chief Apostle D. Ray Tinsman has also chosen some of their preachers to be prophets. So you are going to see um, Stephen Hargrave um, admit that everybody refers to Henry Hildebrandt as pastor, but he is actually apostle Henry Hildebrandt. These are a few of them. The church claims to be the one and only church of the end of time, and that end of time is now. They believe that soon the masses will come to their church, so they market their... And there's Tobias Tissen, who has recently been um, arrested. Um, keep in mind, he is not one of the apostles. I believe his title is prophet, prophet of the church. And so they would be under the apostles and they would lead congregations uh, like a pastor does, I, I, I believe. Um, I don't fully understand their government system, obviously, because it's not super available to the public. Brand wherever possible and have gone as far as visiting other churches in an effort to recruit new members from within those congregations. And so I will tell you this. Um, I will tell you this, uh, Henry Hildebrandt and some of the other guys came to our church when James was arrested. Um, and they left without talking to very many people. They thought that grace life would be wounded without their leader. And we were not. And so they left. And also, just as a side note, they were asked not to talk to media out in front of the church. And the first thing they did is beeline to the media and give a review or an interview about how much they supported us and that we were all the same and we're on the same team. Um, so I will keep playing. I really believe that not long from now, everyone will know the apostles of the Church of God. I really believe not long from now, the nations will flow in. And we need God to rid us of unbelievers in our midst to make room for the many that will flow into it. You may recognize. So did you hear that? Basically, um, looking to purge people from their midst 
so they can make way for the mass amount of the converted that are coming. Why do you think they're willing to push, uh, push into these groups? They are singing our songs now. If you look up Tobias Tissen uh, on YouTube, he has his own channel and they have an acapella version because they don't use instruments. They have an acapella version of, I believe it's O Church Arise by the Gettys. Um, they do not sing that song at their church, from what I can tell. Um, actually, a lot of their stuff, their music, um, is c- kind of like Southern Gospel influence. I th- it sounds like to me. It's 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 actually really it's really interesting. Some of it is uh, very not awesome sounding, but some of it like. A lot of them are really good singers, I've noticed. This is just a side note. They put a lot of emphasis on singing well. Recognize members of the church by the unique way in which they dress. For example, men are required to button up their shirts all the way to the top. So if you're on audio, um, there is like just piano music with some text. It's the definition of what a cult is, things like that. But how does this church display the characteristics of a cult? The Church of God Restoration emphasizes unique doctrines that are outside of Scripture. Its leaders isolate members who question their teachings from their families, demand of their members total obedience and acceptance of rules, and dictate what color of undergarments women may wear and how often a husband and wife may be intimate with each other. So one thing I will say is this video um, does... Uh, make many claims that it then does not prove like the color of underwear thing, the intimacy thing. Um, I don't recall seeing anyone talk about that in these videos. Uh, if I find it, I will definitely go over it, but this is a claim of the video that uh, I don't think they demonstrate in this video. So just to be fair, they they don't show that members are not allowed to miss church services and are required to ask their leaders for permission before going on vacation or making other decisions members are one thing i will say is that none of that would shock me now this is interesting you'll notice there this is for an outdoor church service you'll notice that they probably had a visitor because there's one blue car but notice something about those cars they are all shades there are there is only one colored car in the whole group. Told what color of cars to drive. Only white, gray, black, and similar colors are allowed. Silver. Leaders demand complete loyalty of members and demonstrate a desire for full financial control. Many members of Henry Hildebrandt's church in Aylmer, Ontario have already signed over their homes and businesses to the church. These apostles speak of their own greatness and compare themselves with individuals who are spoken of in the Bible. Uh, I will say just, um, you can look up this uh, YouTuber's other video. It's called Who is Henry Hildebrandt? He goes over the, um, like these apostles openly saying, we came for your money. And if you don't get enough money, we're not going to say you're saved. That is what they say. It is, it is wild. I am, by God's grace, a John the Baptist, 
to let them know what you are doing is wrong. Now, one thing I would say about that quote, um, and this is not in defense of him, but I will say that quote isolated in that manner, him saying, I am a John the Baptist. I do not, I would not talk like that, but I don't, I don't necessarily believe that he is saying I'm John the Baptist or I'm as important as John the Baptist. He's saying I am going to be like a John the Baptist in declaring to these people that they are in sin is like you could, you could say that right. Uh, and it wouldn't be totally heretical now based on other things. You could probably come to the conclusion that he is putting himself on a pedestal because he calls himself an apostle. But I would say that quote in of itself is not is not proof that he is making himself on the same level as John the Baptist personally. But let's let's keep listening to him. It's a ladder that is going up and down. John 151 says the angels go up and down. I've got news for you. And I say this in all humility. I've been up the ladder this week and I'm coming down and I've got the message of the hour. Chief Apostle. And so they do claim that God openly talks to the apostles like a lot. Like a lot. But we'll, we'll, we'll keep hearing. So this is Chief Apostle Ray Tinsman. So Ray Tinsman and at least two other apostles have claimed that they are God in the flesh. I would really like to find these videos because that's Bill Gates as a demon. Yeah, Aaron in the text is in the Aaron in the um in the chat is saying not just small a apostle, one of the true twelve apostles. Yes, they are the current set of the 12 apostles. Um, I've even seen Stephen Hargrave uh, make reference to a section of the scripture referring to the apostles, that that is actually talking about the men standing up at the front of the room. Flight. Brother, I have personally experienced in the very recent past where we are praying for somebody to be saved and the Lord spoke to me during prayer and tell them and told me, Hold on, I want to put on the uh, closed captions for this, because this is interesting. I am almost positive he says something really, really crazy here, so let's let's just uh, see. Not that YouTube closed captioning is perfect, though. Them, their sins are forgiven. I said, Lord, I, I, don't, I, I, I don't say that. I, the Lord said, I said, tell them, tell them that their sins are forgiven. I said, Lord, I will obey you. So I looked at the person. I said, your sins are forgiven thee. Oh, really? I said, yes. So, again, I want to be as careful as possible with this. One, I do not believe that God talks to people like that. Um, that, like, even even when God talks to people in the Bible, it's not like this conversational thing i mean in acts you you might see that a little bit but it's but this is this is this is different he's going back and forth with god um and uh but i but i will say that 
he is say, he is not saying in this moment he is not saying he has the ability to forgive sin. He's saying that God told him to tell them that their sins are forgiven, but then it almost is like he does take a step further with it. Anyway, let's just keep listening. We'll see. God said, I was supposed to tell you, your sins are forgiven. The Lord said, if you forgive their sins, they are forgiven. So there you go. So there you go. Now, again, that almost sounds like a change of audio. It sounds like two audios were spliced together. And um, it does sound like he is now saying in this other audio that he does have the power to forgive sin. It sounds like it in this time let me tell you something when the lord tells us that your sins are not forgiven they're not forgiven but i'll pray to god you won't pray to god so that's the weird part i pray to god you won't pray to god uh who would you pray to now that does seem to be part of the theology it comes up later that you would actually be praying to them as intercessors and so again it is interesting because I literally saw someone who was trying to warn about these people get attacked, um, basically get called an apostate who's f- acting like, you know, the, the popery or whatever. And the group that he's defending, you literally have to pray to these guys or one of them at least, and they will grant you salvation. That is by far more egregious than what the Roman Catholic Church offers. Like, there is no comparison. So, if that was you, and you're listening to this right now, and you know that it's the conversation that you had, these men are... If you have a problem with Roman Catholicism as a Protestant, then you must have an issue with this church. Just because they're out there getting arrested for like a freedom fighter, does it does not the Christian make? You are not a Christian if you are out there getting arrested for fighting for freedom. That does not make you a believer. And if you're not here this morning and you're listening to me and you're rebelling against the church, you will have to come by Brother Henry Hildebrandt and you will ask Brother Henry Hildebrandt if you can be forgiven. There you go. You have to go to him and ask to be forgiven through him as an intercessor. Um, Aaron also adds in the comments, they also believe you can lose your salvation which is a different gospel. Yes. So we do not believe you can forfeit your salvation. Once God has you, he has you because it is a gift from a father to a child. He has adopted you and he gives you a gift. Have you ever snatched back a gift out of your child's hand and thrown them out of your house? Uh, if God is the ultimate loving father, how could he do that? So not only though, do they believe you can lose your salvation? They believe you, they can, you can lose your salvation because basically you disagree with them. If you disagree with Ray, he will remove your salvation from you. From what I can tell.
So there's a Bible uh, verse. Um, there's a Bible verse up on the screen. If you're listening to this on audio, it says, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. That's in the King James Version. That's John 14, 6. Um, and so I have my little notebook here. And I, I, realistically, I don't even think we need to go to that text and explain it. You go to no one but Jesus Christ for salvation, for forgiveness. You do not need to go to any man. You ask God directly to forgive you. And he is faithful to answer that call. That is what Jesus says. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father but by him. Not by Henry Hildebrandt. And not by Ray Tinsman, not by the Pope, so, or any other person. Jesus Christ. That is it. Just as Henry Hildebrandt claims that he can forgive sins, Church of God Restoration leaders also claim that they can take away salvation. Here we go. You have the ability to take away someone's salvation. Okay, first, I just, this guy... He went to this conference and he asked several questions. Um, I don't know how they kept giving him the mic, but uh, he was obviously answering questions that he seemed to know the answer to already. And uh, he exposes, he does a great job, this guy, just by asking these pointed questions. I don't know who he is, but if you know who this guy is in this video asking these questions, please tell me. Um, I would love to talk to him and get the story behind this. So that's a doctrinal question again, and I think... Sorry, hold on. Let's, uh, let's rewind, though. Take away salvation. You have the ability to take away someone's salvation. So that's a doctrinal question again, and I think... Um... So you'll, one thing I just noticed is, he goes, so that's a doctrinal question again. So you look at them. They look really annoyed that he's like Ray here. He looks, he looks like, like he's sighing. Like that's another doctrinal question. And look at Stephen Hargrave. He looks unimpressed too. Um, I think in short, oh, actually I think he's falling asleep. Yes. So there you go. In short. Yes. They can remove salvation from you. Now, um, now the, uh, the Bible verse inserted is, um, John 10, 27 to 28. This is from the authors of the video. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. So a man like Ray Tinsman cannot pluck cannot pluck you out of his hand it's it's impossible he cannot do that he is not in charge he has no power to remove your salvation this is evil if you are in this group you need to flee and you need to come to the truth i will help you people will help you find someone that will help you but you need to get out of there there it does not matter if their church is open right now 
It does not matter if they are freedom fighters, because they are not freedom fighters. Not only do they want to burden your life and have mass control over you, which is what we're supposed to be fighting against, uh, they want to burden your soul and take your soul. These are soul stealers, man. These people want to bury you and make sure that you go to hell. More Bible verse music. Members can lose their salvation just for visiting a doctor. Let's be super clear. Um, a member can say, let's say a minister, an ordained minister. This is our hero contact, again. He calls the ambulance and he goes to the hospital. When he shows back up on Sunday, he's no longer a minister. He's no longer a brother. It, that could be the case. Tinsman also claims that they as apostles can add to the scriptures. Could an apostle write scripture? Uh, most all scripture was written by an apostle. Could we- so, this guy, again, is a total hero. Um, two amazing questions. And um, he is going to say yes to this. Because they are just as authoritative as the original 12 apostles. Because Jesus talks to them directly. And so they are saying that they are of the exact same title, authority, ability from God as the original 12 apostles. So just wait. One of you write scripture? Yeah. I... Could one of you write scripture? Yes, sir. In February 2021, the leadership revealed to their members that their main location in Greenville, Ohio, is the New Jerusalem mentioned in the book of Revelation. And so Jerusalem is not Greenville. Greenville is not Jerusalem. But Jerusalem is in Greenville among men. So Jerusalem is in Greenville, Ohio. Uh, and he's got a Bible open there. Now, I would love, I, I didn't watch this video. Uh, I'm, I'm getting, probably going to try to find it, but uh, I don't see anything in my King James version about Greenville. In fact, guys, if you use exclusively uh, the King James version, um, if you could find anything in there for me about Greenville, Ohio, uh, in the KJV, that would be most helpful because it's probably got to be a textual variant or something <laughs> that's not in the uh, that's not in the more modern translations. That's got to be what it is, right? Greenville, Ohio has to. It's got to be a King James version thing, obviously. Greenville is very obviously the headquarters, and the chiefest of the apostles are in Greenville. Obviously, and the chief apostle is in Greenville. Is this all right? Tinsman makes it clear that the rules come from him and everyone is to obey. Can I be honest with you? Um, I kind of would appreciate listening to a preacher that says things like, is this all right? That's got to love the cadence there. But uh, no, no, this is not true. (sighs) This is not this is not real. There is no mention of Greenville, Ohio in the Bible. And so this is taking spiritualization of a text to the ultimate and doing it in an evil fashion. 
and uh, obviously reading your own theology into the text, but um, not even in a way that is just an error. It is heretical and clearly agenda-driven, right? They need to prove that all the authority in the Bible just revolves around them and Ray at the top. Pay them. Sorry, I'm, I forgot what he said there. Hold on. And the chief apostle is in Greenville. Is this all right? Tinsman makes it clear that the rules come from him and everyone is to obey them. And it wasn't for Greenville, we'd have another Mennonite movement or another Amish-like movement. Now, it's just true. And it's important for you to know that you don't try to take a little direction over here and a little direction and you learn a little bit here and you learn a little bit here and you learn a little bit here. No, you learn everything from here. Notice, what is he pointing at? If you're on audio, I will tell you. He is not pointing at his Bible. He is pointing. Like, so here's the thing. What he just said there almost was right if he pointed at his Bible and he was making a point about the fact that the Bible is the inerrant word of God. What he is actually saying is, do not go listen to other teachers. You can learn nothing good from other people. So does that sound like someone that your church wants to link arms with just because they're staying open? They don't think that you're worth it. They don't think that what you're teaching is good. They're saying you must bring all your listening ability to them. No one else. Everything you learn comes from here. And he's pointing at the floor, not his Bible. Everything comes from him. Everything. He is the ultimate authority. These are the false teachers the Bible warns you about. From here issues the vision and the direction for the entire Church of God. He even cautions against praying to Jesus. Here we go. Well, that's strange. No, it's not. If you think it is, I can keep you all night. I'm serious. I can keep you all night in the scriptures. It's not strange. This thought, well, my headquarters are in heaven and I pray to this Jesus with my eyes closed and I get all my dreams. That's weird stuff. But he's connected. Praying to Jesus is weird stuff. There is one intercessor between God and man, the Lord Jesus Christ. You are to direct your prayers to Christ and Christ alone. He is the intercessor between us and God the Father. Now, we pray to God the Father as well, right? But always in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not in the name of any other man. So we're back on to Henry Hildebrandt. Canadian Apostle Henry Hildebrandt, affiliated with Ray Tinsman and Stephen Hargrave in the New Jerusalem of Greenville, Ohio. And now, 
Here we go. I want to talk about a dear brother that's in Canada, Brother Henry Hildebrandt. I think. Can I just quickly say that I want this hat? Um, I, I think it's awesome. I would wear that personally. Just, it's a side note. I think, brother, his followers or the people that are supporting him or that listen to him preach, I think they basically know him as Pastor Hildebrandt. And he certainly is that. But to me, to us, he's certainly more than Pastor Hildebrandt. He's the apostle Henry Hildebrandt. How much more clear do you need to get to the public, to the people that listen to him? He's Pastor Hildebrandt. To his church, he is Apostle Hildebrandt. This is their own words. Some people may not like that, but you just got to get over it. It's a crazy world. Just get over it. You should hope he's an apostle. Say, I didn't think apostles existed. You better hope apostles exist in this crazy world we're living in. Say, I've been taught that apostles don't exist. I know you're crazy. You better hope that Brother Henry Hildebrandt's an apostle. Even if you don't want to believe it, there should be something in the back of your mind like, you know what, I really hope he is an apostle because if ever we needed anything in this world, we need apostles. And... So, think about the theology behind that. You need to have a you better hope that apostles are still walking around because how are you ever going to know anything that's coming from god well <coughs> god wrote a book and some apostles helped write it in the new testament but god gave us a book and that is where our faith and message comes from not from men who are walking around right now who, quite honestly, I have never seen one from this group even represent one Bible verse properly, ever. I've never seen it. And so, if those men claiming to be here from God as apostles that we should be hoping are still walking around can't even understand what this says and are saying that Greenville, Ohio is, is, the, is the Jerusalem... No, it's not. Show me Greenville, Ohio in the Bible, right? As an example. So these men are not apostles because they are wrong. He's connected. He's connected to our headquarters, his headquarters in Greenville, Ohio, the Church of God. One of the church's apostles dedicated a full sermon exalting Chief Apostle Ray Tinsman, saying he this. owes his salvation to Tinsman a perfect human being greater than any of the disciples of Jesus and the greatest man to ever walk the earth except Jesus himself. And I'm actually going to preach to you about... This honestly uh, makes, my, makes me want to barf. This is horrendous. Brother Ray, <laughs> what I want to say next is that really this is one man's gospel. Okay, good, good, good. So someone actually brought this. It's amazing that Anthony in the chat brought this up because I wrote this down in my notes. He says, the hype from these men. And yes, so one thing I have noticed is when they're saying something that is still kind of shocking to the congregation or might be, the other guys jump in and stand up and make sure to declare their ultimate approval of it. So 
these other apostles are in the room. They're standing up, cheering. They, um, they often stand for long periods of the sermon and have their Bible like to their chest like this. And they look and they smile. And they make sure that everyone in there can see how much they agree with what's being said. And quite honestly, if you're in that group and uh, you're not, you're, you know, you're, you're new to the group, but you're learning this stuff and you're going, okay, wait, I thought I was supposed to believe in God as the ultimate authority. And they're now telling me that this guy is the ultimate authority and he's the reason I'm saved. Um, but all these other guy, all these other people are cheering and they're agreeing it would, it would bring those people along, right? He's smarter than you are. Okay. So I just gotta, I just want to go back a hair here because he is about to describe something crazy. And Josh brings up man, Devin rocking that slate PSQ. This is my desk Bible. Josh, I used the new intro music tonight. You can go back and watch it after. It's pretty awesome. It's Anthony says it's cult like mentality. No, no, no. So this is a cult by any definition of the word. This is 100% and completely cult. It's not just a mentality. It is an absolute cult. Yeah. And I'm, maybe that's even what you're referring to. Just the, the, the way that they get the, the guy, everybody revved up, but they are hype men. It is, it is impressive to watch how much they hype and make sure that they're yelling they agree. Of course, of course, Josh, Josh, I'm just going to put the comment up. Of course, it's open the doors. Of course it is. Amen. <laughs> He's smarter than you are. Amen. Amen. He's so keep in mind, he's not talking about Jesus. He is talking about Ray Tinsman. Got a bigger, deeper burden than you do. Amen. Burden seems to be a theological term for them. When I was listening to a full Ray Tinsman sermon, he talks about, and after I, he says something like, after I say this, then we'll move on to the burden. Um, we'll move on to the burden. And so I think that that's actually a section of their service is the burden. Uh, maybe that's not even what he's referring to, but it's interesting. I'm trying to figure this stuff out and piece it together. He's better at prayer than you are. He's better at prayer. He understands the Bible better than you do. He understands the Bible better than he you. He cares more about the standard than you do. He's more in love with holiness than you are. Um, someone's asking if this comes from the Methodist holiness movement. I, I re I've read about them online, and I think they broke off of, of, of the Mennonites. Um... Um, their original leader who is now dead, uh, came from that movement or something. I can't remember. It's, it's been a while since I looked into the background, but, um, but, um, yeah, just listen to what he's saying. I mean, it speaks for itself almost. He has a greater burden for souls than you do. He sacrificed and given up more than you have. And remember what, um, what did that, what did the guy say at the start? Um, if you agree with us, you will be saved, right? So here you go. He understands the Bible better than you. He has a burden for souls more than you do. 
So all you have to do is agree with everything he says and you will get into heaven. More than you probably ever will. You need to have it clear. This is one man's gospel. I'm thankful that there is a, a Peter and a James and a John, and I'm thankful for the others, and I'm thankful for, for everybody in the room. But I want to tell you tonight, I'm especially thankful. I owe my life, I owe my soul, I owe my salvation to the ministry of one man. By whose gospel we are saved. Stop thinking of Paul the Apostle as greater than Brother Ray. You're wrong when you think like that. You're wrong. You're wrong about that. There's someone in this room whose ministry is greater, whose ultimate understanding is greater, whose prophetic significance is greater than James, John, Peter, and yes, Paul the Apostle. So think about this. He just said that Ray Tinsman is greater um, than Paul the Apostle. Now, what you're going to see here in a minute is actually Ray come up and say that he affirms everything Addison. He's going to say everything Addison uh, preached, he affirms. And what do we like? So think about this saying, I am greater than Paul. How did Paul talk of himself? Uh, You've got, um, I, I made a list here. Ephesians 3.8, Paul says, To me, the very least of all saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unfathomable riches of Christ. And so, Paul humbled himself, called himself the least of all saints was given the gift to go preach about the richness of Christ's gospel. And this man says, I am greater than that man. There was no one more perfect than me except Jesus. He even says he is worthy of honor, worthy of praise even, he might say, but uh, maybe not. So, and then what else? First Corinthians 15, nine, we're doing the Bible shuffle. We're getting the Baptist air conditioning going right now. Um, which is where you flip around through a bunch of Bible verses. First uh, Corinthians 15, nine, Paul says, for I am the least of the apostles and not fit to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me did not prove vain. But I labored even more than all of them, not yet not I, but the grace of God with me. So I am the least of the apostles. I am unworthy of the gift that I have been given because I persecuted the church. This man, this man is not this man is, is, is not acknowledging that he used to be a sinner. And you'll, you'll, this man is speaking on uh, this Addison, Apostle Addison is speaking on Ray's behalf. But he's going to come up and confirm it. This man is not speaking the way an apostle does. The way a leader does. 
I am the least of the saints. Paul was crushed by his former sin. He hated all the evil that he had done. There is none of this here. <laughs> Josh, knock it off. Josh says, so Paul agrees with this guy. <laughs> then, because Paul is the lesser, yeah, he's the lesser apostle. Yes, Paul, I don't, I don't think Paul, uh, if, if, if Ray Tinsman, uh, if Ray Tinsman were walking around at the same time as Paul, I think he'd lump him in with Hymenaeus and, uh, and Philetus. Is that it? Is the, or, uh, the, uh, and the coppersmith and, uh, all those guys that are mentioned as, uh, as heretics in the, in the, or as false teachers in the Bible, right? Or men that need to be avoided. I think you'd be in that list. Um, someone says, thank you for, uh, someone says, thank you for doing this. Um, oh, Alexander, the coppersmith. Thanks buddy. Um, you're welcome. I think it's important because I will say this. I don't want Tobias to be arrested for opening his church. Um, that is the least of his sins. Honestly. Um, he, these men, if they do not turn to Christ and, and flee this religion, they will uh, have to face judgment for the burden that they placed on people as teachers. Wow. Wow, will that be bad. And there's a last one where Paul does this. 2 Corinthians 11.5. And who knows, maybe there's more. But um, these are the ones that I pulled up. Um, so look at this. Paul, again, for I consider myself not in the least inferior to the most eminent apostles, but even if I am unskilled in speech, yet I am not so in knowledge. In fact, in every way we have made this evident to you in all things. So, Paul, still being humble, I am the least of the apostles, affirms that he has knowledge. Because you can affirm you have knowledge, right? But... But how does he go about doing it? He always humbles himself first, even when he claims to have authority. He still humbles himself and says he is not worthy of the gift that he has been given. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's keep going. The most important person whose souls of their shoes or sandals or bare feet ever touched the soil of this earth ever from Adam to Isaiah to Moses who parted the Red Sea to all the minor prophets to John the Baptist himself Everybody else, save only, save only the man Jesus Christ. If he don't say it, we... There you go. There's no one greater than him except Jesus. And keep in mind, what he's now saying is, if, if he don't say it, we don't believe it. And he is talking about Ray Tinsman and no one else. We don't believe it. Yes. 
If he says no, the answer is no. If he says yes, the answer is yes. And you know what? It's right. I think that Brother Ray is a perfect human being. But how did perfect Tim feel human about being. being exalted in this Here way? Here we go. Because of the things that Brother Addison... I will say this. We are going heavily over an hour tonight. Um... I'm getting a phone call, which is weird. Um, I'm going to just play the video. You guys can hear it. Preach tonight, in which I firmly believe. Seems like it would only be proper for me to get up and say that I believe that. Amen! Or else it wouldn't be fair for Brother Addison to preach that message to you. I don't say anything. And I'll say that if you feel called to be a minister in the gospel and to preach the word of God, you will have to have this understanding to be successful. Other apostles join those on stage to show their agreement and support. Tinsman calls those who are concerned about human exaltation ignorant. For those who might find themselves concerned about some level of loftiness or human um, exaltation, right. only thing I know to say is that you are ignorant. Yes. I believe you could be saved and ignorant, but you would be tremendously ignorant. Tinsman goes on to use words. I had my mic muted. He, he, they have exalted him to a position of almost supernatural greatness, like insane. And, um, yeah, you know, not, um, someone saying he needs to be stripped of his position. The, the problem is, is this entire organization, uh, needs to not exist. It is wicked from the ground or from the top down. Um, you know, he is almost a false messiah. He is, he has, he is the one that forgives your sin. He is the one that determines you're saved. He even talks about like putting out his arm and like measuring your ability. Um, like measuring, like measuring you to see if you're like a believer. Like it, it's wild stuff, man. It's wild stuff. Words similar to those found in Matthew eleven twenty eight, in which Jesus calls the weary unto himself. Here, the chief apostle Listen puts himself in the place this. of the Messiah, asking the people to follow him. You that are weary, troubled. Sir, come rest. <laughs> yes. Lay down your burdens. Get behind me. So there you go. He is now taking the words of Christ and applying them to himself. You know, um, 
This is worse than any. I... Like, other than cults where the leader is claiming to be a reincarnation of Jesus and Warren Jeffs and the L and the and the FLDS group. I I don't know if I've seen a a group where the leader is claiming to have this much power. It's it's wild and so He's applying Matthew eleven twenty eight to himself, which says, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Does this church sound like it can give you rest? It sounds like it will... Sounds like it will do nothing but burden your soul to me burden your heart make your life harder it will make your life harder to be with these people you unless you're at the top which you're not going to be right no um yeah someone saying imagine what this person does to the people that follow him yeah well they 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 will pit families against each other and separate uh wives from husbands and stuff um there is there's more information out there there's several uh youtube channels about it but um what i'm going to be trying to do is going through his actual sermon that'll probably be um that'll probably be uh like uh several parts um because I'm already over an hour and uh, I'm I'm not really even close to being done this 22 minute video. So we're going to keep blasting it and I'm going to try to get through this tonight because I don't want to do two parts on this video. Amen. Yeah, I said. I forgot what he said. Let's go back a second here. Get behind. Uh, yes. Me. Yeah, I said. Yeah, so honestly, isn't that even almost an admission on his part that what he's doing is wrong? Like, yeah, I said it. Like, <laughs> he knows. He knows that what he's saying is crazy. And he knows it's wrong. He knows it's not true. That's why you have all this hype game coming from them. Um, yeah, it's it's wild stuff. Um, more Bible verses. In a message in Durango, Mexico, Tidsman tells members that he is the angel mentioned in Revelation 10 and that he is a kind man, but even if he wasn't, People still have to follow him to be saved. One thing I'll point out before he talks is that uh, um, this video doesn't show him calling himself the angel from Revelation 10. We would ha I would have to go find that video to confirm that. That's just another thing that this video it, it said, but it doesn't give you the audio of him saying he is the angel of Revelation 10. But it does say something pretty egregious here anyway. You can be thankful. I'm kind. 
Because if I was as mean as a snake, you'd still have to follow me to go to heaven. Again, if I were as mean as a snake, you would still have to follow me to go to heaven. And what do we know? Again, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. That is Jesus talking. That's it. You understand this? Entienden esto? You believe this? Creen esto? You'll be saved. If you don't understand this, si no you don't believe this, si no it's a matter of time and you're swept away. Anthony in the comments asks, how do we stop this from spreading? The only way that you as a believer can stop this from spreading is by knowing and learning the Bible. Uh, there is a common analogy that is, you know, uh, a bank teller doesn't learn how to spot fake bills. He learns how to, he studies and he knows what authentic bills look like. So that when a fake comes into his hands, he knows that there's something wrong with it. We must believe the Bible, learn it, teach it, understand what it says rightly, and not let people get away with this. I don't look, I didn't, I don't, I don't go, I didn't buy all their books or whatever off the internet or listen to a ton of sermons or try to figure out their entire ch church history and their theology i just listened to what he said and can hold it up to this hold it up to the bible and it is coming out as counterfeit right and so uh, again another bible verse is posted from acts 4 12 neither is there salvation in any other for there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved that is talking about jesus christ not ray tinsman not ever church of god restoration prophet john hildebrandt says if members follow tinsman they are connected to god and if you believe and follow the words of brother ray tinsman is apostle it, ray tinsman is it that's a little thing to catch. Check it out. Apostle. He had to correct himself. He called him brother, but then he corrected himself and said apostle. But I do think they refer to each other as brother. But it was just an interesting little little thing there. Ray Tinsman, you are directly hermano Ray Tinsman, tú estás directamente connected to God. Conectado con Dios. So these guys, this is another thing to notice. These guys believe God's talking to them directly all the time. Miraculous healings. You can't go to a doctor. But apparently they don't believe in speaking in tongues um, where, uh, you know, Ray Tinsman can just stand up there and speak in his own language. And then the whole Mexican congregation just hears it in Spanish. How come that's not happening? 
Uh, how come they need an interpreter? They talk to Jesus directly, but they need an interpreter. They don't speak in tongues. What's happening there? Do that. I, that would be impressive if they started speaking in biblical tongues. More Bible verses. Another Church of God Restoration preacher says those who wish to one day go to heaven must first go to Ray Tinsman so that he can measure them to see whether or not they'll get through the gate. But the Church of God is measured by the length of the arm of Brother D. Ray Tinsman. Whoa. What did he? Okay, hold on. How did he put that? They'll get through the gate. But the Church of God is measured by the length of the arm of Brother D. Ray Tinsman. That's crazy. The Church of God is measured by the length of the arm of, of, of D. Ray Tinsman. I don't I would love to know what, what exactly it is that they're tr he's trying to say there. But the point is, is that this man is how you get into heaven. If you want to go to heaven, you have to allow Brother Ray to come to you with his arm oh. and measure you to make sure that you make it through the gates. Okay. He measures you. Wow. Yeah. I know me doing commentary where I just say wow and listen to this the whole time, but you get the point. We're beating a dead horse at this point. This man is how you get into heaven. That's all that means. This preacher claims that even Bill Gates will one day bow down in front of Ray Tinsman. I mean, one day Bill Gates is going to have to bow down to somebody, but it ain't D. Ray Tinsman, you know what I mean? It's Jesus. Uh, when he is judged for all the atrocities he has committed, or he repents of his sin and all that sin is forgiven by Christ. But the way things are going, it doesn't look good for our friend Bill Gates, but he's not going to be kneeling to D. Ray Tinsman. D. Ray Tinsman and Bill Gates are going to be kneeling to the same guy. And that same guy is the God-man in the flesh of Revelation 1 coming with the burnished bronze skin and a sword in his mouth to punish all the evildoers. That is who they will both be kneeling to. I tell you, the day is coming when Bill Gates is going to bow before Brother Ray. Here, Apostle Ernest Benyon Jr. is seen demonstrating this by kneeling at the feet of Ray Tinsman. What must I do to be saved? Talking about a work so big, so well known. You wonder how the multitude's going to get saved. It's not going to be by filling up prayer benches. Now, I, I want to see people pray down here. But it's going to be people walking in and saying, I just want to be with you all. And as they say, I'm going to be with you, they're going to be sealed. As soon as they just say yes to Brother Tisman, Brother Cornelius, we knew he was saved. How do we know? Because when he saw the man of God, he was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. There you go. Yes. Yeah, Kneeling oh, to him. He knew what to do. We read. We say, yeah, that's a He knew what to do. 
The way you get into heaven is by bowing down and kneeling to Ray Tinsman. Good man. Gentile. Wouldn't have nothing to do with a Jew. But when he saw the man of God, he knew that's where I got to go to get my help. They got the answer. That's the picture. This is the salvation message. If you want to be saved, all you got to do is agree with us. Is that the gospel? Is the gospel just agree? Even, even if they're pointing people to Jesus directly, would that be the gospel? Just believe with everything Jesus, just agree with every, just agree with Jesus. Is that the gospel? Just agree with Jesus. So now the author of the video has put for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. So you must believe in Jesus Christ to be saved. The gospel is not agree with everything that the church of God restoration says. That's not the gospel. Elizabeth Opal, another apostle, compares to... All right, so we can just check this out right here. Maureen, or sorry, not Maureen, uh, someone popped up in the, in the chat. Elizabeth Opal is the female apostle, and she stands and teaches the entire congregation. Now, this might be a little thing at this point, but... um. This is wrong in a church setting. There are no female pastors. There certainly were no female apostles, but um, they have made her, they have made her a female apostle. And obviously, um, obviously Paul says that a woman does not teach or have authority over a man. And, and there is no office of elder or overseer for a woman. Thank you, Josh. First, he knew Josh knew I was fumbling. First Timothy two, 11 to 14 is the verses that you can go look to see if what I'm saying is true. So let's listen to Elizabeth Opal because she is a firecracker. Tinsman to Moses, telling members if they don't listen to Tinsman, they're slaves. But brother and sister, you're listening to somebody, and if it's not Brother Ray, you're slaves. If you are not listening to him, you are a slave. Wow. Horrendous stuff. I am a slave of Christ. And no one else. God owns me. I'm okay with that. And so check this out. I would say yes. I am not listening to Brother Ray. And I am a slave. Not... <laughs> I am, but I would not be set free if I were following that man. You would be placed in a massive burden. I am a slave of Christ because I don't listen to this man. Now, I am, uh, 
I, yes, I, we, if you are saved, you are free in Christ, but you are now his do loss. You are, as some translations say, a bond servant, a bond slave. You are a willing slave, but you have been purchased. You are owned by your master, but you love your master. That is what happens when you are saved. A number of men have been separated from their families for questioning Church of God restoration teachings or leaving the church. Some who have left say they've been harassed by church leaders. Several have even decided to move in an effort to stop the harassment. So, oh, actually, hold on. We'll just listen to this. I got to talk. I got to talk a little bit to the. Someone asks, hey, hey, what does Hildebrandt follow Tinsman? Hilde, Henry Hildebrandt is one of Ray Tinsman's 12 apostles. Henry Hildebrandt is a high-ranking leader. He is the Canadian apostle of this group. He is intrinsically involved. He is at the very top of this group. I would recommend you go to this YouTube channel and you watch the video. In fact, just, just go into YouTube and type in who is Henry Hildebrandt and you will get the first video from this group. Watch that whole thing. Also, go back to the start of this once it's published and watch this from the beginning. Um, yes, Henry Hildebrandt loves Ray Tinsman. He would affirm everything that is being said here. These knucklehead men that don't like me listening in right now, following me like, like a groupie. If y'all men, if you knew the gift of God that was bestowed upon you by having your wife under me, you would come and bring me my grand that you owe me. <laughs> so that sounds really awful. Uh, I don't, I, basically he wants your wife to submit to him. I don't think there's anything sexual going on there, but it is really off-putting wording. Uh, probably maybe there's a little bit of context to that sermon. Um, um, you know, uh, there's a guy in the comments saying like, I thought, uh, I thought, I thought Henry Hildebrandt was on fire for Christ. I'm going to go through, I might, this might be, an extensive job I have, I, I I'll do, I'll go through his sermons. Cause there's a, an outdoor one he did that was really bad and that's for public consumption, but there is no Bible teaching in it. But anyway, I don't want to get distracted. They owe him. Yeah. So one thing I've noticed is that, uh, um, <laughs> um, Someone just said something funny in the comments. Maureen asks, they owe him. Yes, this is something I've really seen specifically with Stephen Hargrave. Stephen Hargrave seems to really be the money-getting guy. Like, that seems like his main job is to go up there and tell them that they owe him money. So, he's literally saying, like, um, 
they owe him a thousand dollars and he's like separating the family. Yeah. So one thing I will say, do not be discouraged by this group, not being who you thought they were. That is their whole goal is to cling to Christian lingo, Christian, the Christian movement, the freedom fighting movement and, 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 and try and amalgamate in and then draw people out who they can. That is their whole goal. So don't feel bad if you got duped by them. That's literally what they're trying to do. So this guy, I have literally said, he has literally said, if you don't give me your money, enough money, I'm not going to say, we are not going to say that you're saved. And they say, but brother, I thought you said, um, I thought you said that, uh, I thought you said that salvation was through grace alone. I thought you said that salvation was, was a free gift. So I was like, but how did he put it? He said, I thought salvation was a free gift. And he says, well, yeah, uh, you know, um, it is. But this money is a good start. It's weird, man. I'd have to go find the, I'd have to go find the clip again. Well, I'm glad there's people that are opening their eyes and learning about this. That is what my goal is. And so if you know people who love Henry Hildebrandt and think he is on fire for Christ, as one person put it, um, send them this video once it's published. You can even just say, honestly, it doesn't, you don't even need to send my video. Just send them the original video from, from this group. Uh, what's it called here? Um, the fa- the, the YouTube, <laughs> the YouTube page is called church of God restoration cult. Um, so you can just direct people to that video. If you want, you don't even need to direct them to me. I don't care. Honestly. Um, all right. Oh, sorry. Here we go. Apostle Stephen Hargrave tells members that if they leave the Church of God restoration, they are prostituting themselves. I can get pimped out or be pimped out. Because leaving the Church of God is being prostituted. It's willingly selling yourself to a system of prostitution. False. Leaving the church is prostitution. I mean, if this was just another denominational issue, like if, if, if you were convinced of believers baptism and you were a staunch Bible believing Presbyterian, there'd probably be people at your church that were sad, disappointed, think you're wrong, think you're in error, but they would not call you a prostitute, (laughs) right? Like, Hey man, you know, at the end of the day, if you're convicted of this, then we need to see you. We need to see you go. Obviously you can't be a member here anymore, right? That would be the godly way to deal with it. This man is calling you a prostitute. If you leave, So this is not a denominational issue. This is a, you're going to hell. You're an adulterer for leaving us. Wow. Teaching and control of members have happened since the sect began in 1989. And although the church of God restoration shares videos of services on, and yes, like 
any other calls they believe they are the only true church. Um, one thing I pointed out at the start of this is the term restoration. They are the church of God restoration, not the church of God. They drop the restoration part, but they are called that officially and restoration in the title of your church means that you are restoring something that was lost just like mormonism just like jehovah witnesses they are restoring something that the rest of the fake believers have lost line its leaders and members keep many of their teachings secret with newcomers only discovering them after they've officially joined that is another common technique of the of cults there's the uh, the watch the watchman oh man world mission world mission society church of god where you don't find out who you're being saved into until you're baptized and then they finally tell you the name of the leader while you're being baptized and there's literally people that are like oh i didn't what <laughs> what did you just say right so this is common as well. Church of God Restoration leaders have expressed hostility to those who would question their teachings or point out abuse. One such leader, considered a prophet by the church, calls these people swine. There's something being sent around, a little, you know, clip, that there was a pig somewhere, a swine, a dog, that sat in a message or listened to a message, just like the Pharisees, and pick out something, trample it under his feet, and show the people, look at this, this is the Church of God. Are the apostles of the Church of God restoration following scripture, teaching biblical truths, and leading their members toward a relationship with Jesus? Or are... So I am now a swine, just so we're clear. I am one of these people. Uh, it is not pharisaical to point out error, obviously. Just... As a side note, they motivated by a desire for members to follow them. Learn more about how the Church of God Restoration seeks to exercise full control over its members and other signs this church is a cult by subscribing and watching our next video. All right, so we got through it, guys. So I went for an hour and a half today. Oh, that is a lot, but I am impressed with how many people actually stuck, stuck it out. So what did we learn from this though? You must ultimately go to the source and get quotes in context. Now, someone might point out that I didn't go directly to the source. I used a source material video that compiled audio, but I think they did a good job mostly of putting everything in a long line of context. That is why, though, I am going to analyze an entire sermon um, by Ray Tinsman, uh, which I don't think I'll be able to do in one thing because... One, their church services are like two and a half hours. Uh, obviously, I'll be skipping the music, but the, one guy comes up and he's like the hype guy. I, it's just the way their church services go at these big events. I don't know. 
But it's like the hype guy comes up and he talks about how everyone's going to hell and you got to come to them and this and that. And then there's like more music and stuff. And then another guy comes up and talks. Very interesting system. Um, um, Josh is offering to do it with me. We might be able to do that, but I don't know if we'll get anything done would be the hard part, Josh. Uh, that might be the hard part. Now, what we could do is I can invite you as a guest onto this and we can do it anytime as a guest. Uh, as long as the kids are in bed, you put your headphones on, you use your mic, we put you in, we can analyze videos together, right? We can do that anytime. Uh, it doesn't need to be in person. In fact, doing it in person, um, Hey, someone just said that was so interesting that it doesn't seem like one and a half hours. That's me clapping. Thank you. I appreciate it. I have been told I'm not boring. Uh, I'm always constantly worried that I am boring. So, um, thank you. Well, Josh, uh, Josh wants to do a video with me, which I'd like. Look, man, there's plenty of material. I'm probably going to do it either tomorrow or Saturday. It just depends on if I can get through the, ser like the sermon, but there's going to be plenty of sermon to go because it's just too long. So we'll definitely, I'll definitely have you in here doing it. It is kind of fun. And so thank you for saying I'm not boring. I really appreciate it guys. What must I close with though? I have, I'm already at the one and a half hour mark. What must I close with? We have learned so much about how wrong this man is. It is only fitting that we tell you what the Bible says. What does the Bible, how are you saved? This is what is important for any unbelievers still watching, which I can't imagine you'd stick around for this one, but think about it. If I just leave you in the dark, I tell you what's wrong and I don't tell you what the truth is. I'm leaving you cold and destitute and without hope. So what must you do to be saved? You must one, acknowledge that you are a sinner. You have sinned against a holy and righteous God. Next, you must believe that Jesus Christ, born of a virgin, is perfect. He is God in the flesh. He took on the sins of man, of all who would believe on him. When he went to the cross and he was nailed to the cross, he took the punishment that mankind deserves and put it on himself. God's wrath was poured out on him in this great exchange. And... After three days, he rose from the dead. If you believe on that and you trust in that free gift of salvation, you will be saved. You will then desire to flee from your sins and keep turning to Christ over and over. All your sins will be forgiven, but you must believe that Jesus Christ died for you and was raised for you. So guys, 
I will say this. I do not know what's going to happen in the future. Um, I know that I will be able to find jobs. I know that I will be able to support my family. I have a broad, so like I have a broad group of people that want, that will help me. Um, one thing I will say is you can support me if you like, that would be a help to me. Um, but realistically, I'm not that worried about myself because I have many connections and I'm forming more connections every day. Not everybody has a social media account where people come and listen to them talk in videos. Most people don't. Most people don't even have a support network of family that's like-minded. If you know someone who's losing their job and it's either help Devin or help this other person who has no support network, help that other person. I have family that wants to send me money. I have friends that will support me. I have friends that will give me a job. I have friends that will put me in their basement if I have to sell my house. A lot of people don't have that. And they need your support so that they don't have to cave and put this garbage thing in their body that's happening. So remember, guys. I am a low priority, but nevertheless, if you do want to support me, one, I have given out Bibles and tracts. I still have a box of it. I will use your money for that if that is what you desire. But also, I probably will need support eventually. But again, if you find someone else to help, do that instead. And with that, guys, I am ending this stream. Have a good night.